Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 99 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue talking with you guys about personal finance topics that I think could be extremely useful to you in your own personal financial life. Today, in the same vein as everything we've been talking about this week, we've been talking about paying for college, going to school debt-free, uh, we've been talking about you being your own best investment. Well, today we are going to dig into a little bit of the details of going to school, of going to college, and we're going to look at some of the highest paying and some of the lowest paying college majors, college degrees that you can attain, uh, just so you can make some better, more informed decisions uh, if you're planning on going back to school. Before we get started, though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below as we go through this episode, and I will be glad to answer any questions that you have that you may leave down there. Uh, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, then be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on each one of those platforms. That would be really useful uh, for me. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. That's really good supplementary materials to the things that I'm putting out daily in these long form episodes. And so I think you'd really enjoy that. And then if you need somebody to help you create a plan that will work specifically for you, a plan that uh, you can walk through and that um, you know somebody can keep you accountable to, then I am the guy to do that for you. Uh, just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work with Dylan tab, and you can pick the financial coaching session types that would work best for you, and we can begin pushing toward your long-term financial goals. Now look, I know that we aren't all going to college uh, for the money that we can gain on the back end. I totally understand that. But there is... Uh, an issue that I have with individuals going to school and especially racking up student debt and then getting out and not being able to pay that student debt back because they didn't get a job that uh, was marketable and they didn't get a degree that was um, you know useful in the marketplace. They didn't get um, this opportunity uh, based on the majors and the degree that they had to pay off their student loans quickly. Um, and not only that, they're held back in doing other things in their life. They're held back in buying a home. They're, they're held back in moving out of mommy and daddy's house. Uh, they're held back in um, you know what they think they should be prepared for in life, like starting a family, getting married, having kids, things like that. Um, and so the lack of a good paying job um, tends to have an impact on a lot of people. And a lot of people think that they can make really good money doing certain things and they find out in the real world they cannot. And so this is a big issue. It's a big issue uh, that people are going to school and racking up debt in order to get degrees that are not useful. And even if you don't rack up debt, you're spending a ton of money on something that is not going to be extremely useful in the marketplace. Now, before we get into these, I, I wanna make clear that I understand in just about every field, um, there's somebody who's the best. And that person who's the best ends up making a lot of money from being the best in that field. And so even if you know you think, okay, I want to be the best in the field, that's going to take extreme amounts of skill, extreme amounts of talent, extreme amounts of opportunity, uh, and then a lot, a lot of hard work. So I'm not saying you can't do that in the particular field that you choose. I'm just saying it's going to be a lot more difficult. And then also I do understand that there are certain jobs 
that it's more about helping people than it is about the money. And uh, I can uh, sympathize with that. I, I understand where you are coming from. And I think that's, that's a great thing, you know, that we're not worrying about the money in certain jobs that we are pursuing. Uh, but the issue that I have is very bluntly, don't go into student loan debt to get these types of degrees uh, because you're going to get out and not be able to pay those back and you're going to be you know struggling to pay your other bills and things like that i just want you in a good financial position i understand if there's something that you love to do uh, but do that thing that you love to do when you are in the financial position to do so if you've put yourself in a tough financial position you need to make the most money that you can to get out of debt to put yourself on a good firm financial foundation and then you may can do that thing that you love and it's not always a foregone conclusion that the thing that you love has to be done um, for the low salary that most people take for it. Um, there are typically tons of alternatives uh, that you can explore in those different places uh, that can make you more money and that can make you uh, more fulfilled, more appreciated uh, in the work that you're doing. So I, I just want to make sure that you guys understand this, that it, I know it's not all about the money. I completely understand that because it is not. Uh, but we just need to have a good idea of what is marketable, what is useful in the workplace. Uh, and that's what we're going to uh, dive into right now. And it's not those that are useful uh, first. So we're going to start with those that are not so useful, the lowest paying college majors. So just first and foremost, many of the lowest paying college majors uh, are in education fields and in the arts. Now, I understand the arts. Okay, the arts tends to make a lot of sense to me because as far as economic value, uh, there is far less, you know, not to say that people won't pay for good art, uh, but artists don't, you know, it's not a, a very common profession. It's not something that is adding much value economically. It's far more uh, subjective. And so uh, the fact that art is far more subjective makes uh, that a lower paying field and that I understand. Now, again, the best at those types of things can make a ton of money, but being the best is very, very, very difficult. But then there's education, and this is one that I absolutely do not understand and that I have a very, very big issue with is that education is one of these lowest paying degree fields. And uh, it's, it's very hard to reconcile the work that these individuals do with the money that they are making. So I just want to hit you with some of the median salaries of these individuals uh, in these different education fields, uh, just so you can know what these people who are out here dealing with your kids every day uh, are, are making and the, the type of compensation and incentive that they are getting to come to work. And it shows you really how much a lot of them really love that job and really love doing that thing. So, uh, early childhood education majors, the, the average is about $39,000 uh, median income. Then you have elementary education at about $43,000. Uh, you also have language and drama education at about $45,000. And then special needs education also at about $45,000 per year. That is not near enough. I think we can agree that that is not near enough, but it does not change the facts, okay? Uh, I'm just reporting the news. I don't want... Uh, to make you know a, a huge statement other than these people need to get paid more. Uh, I'm just saying that uh, this is a low paying field. Education is a low 
paying field. And uh, I have preached for a long time that I think education should be a higher paying field. I think if they are going to do all the things that we want them to do, we want our kids to be well educated, we want to produce useful members of the workforce, then the way to do that is to get better education. And the way that you get better education is to have teachers that are incentivized to work hard and are incentivized uh, to put their best foot forward uh, with your children. So um, that is one of those fields that um, I just, I implore you, don't go into student debt if you are getting into uh, any of the arts type of majors or education majors because the, the problem is, is that if you're sitting making that forty to $45,000 a year and you have you know $70,000 in student loans that you went to school for, uh, it just doesn't make sense. Or even if you have you know, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 in student loans, that can be debilitating to you and your ability to move forward in your financial life because your income is not going to be able to keep up with all of the things that you are having to pay month by month. Uh, and so that's, that's the issue that we see. That's the issue that we see uh, transpiring in our culture. We see these individuals that are going out and are being a part of these lower paying uh, degree fields, and yet they are... Um, you know, ones that are also taking out large amounts of student loan debt. If anything, student loan debt needs to be attached to that fact, right? Uh, that's a huge issue is that they don't take into account the federal government or the private student loan lenders. Uh, they do not take into account your ability to pay that back later. Uh, they're just like, here, here's your money, here's your money. Then you're going to have to pay it back regardless of the money that you make later or regardless of the job that you take later. Uh, and that is a huge, huge issue because you wouldn't just go get a home loan and them not do income checks on you and uh, not check your net worth and check your, uh, you know, what you're bringing in, what kind of job you have, the stability of your job, all those types of things. They wouldn't just give you money without checking that. Then why do student loan lenders not check on the propensity for you to be able to pay back that money later? Uh, they definitely need to. Uh, and they need to pay attention to these facts because it is really crippling a lot of people. Now, to be fair, I'm not putting all of the blame on them who offer the loans. I'm putting a lot of blame on those of you all who are taking those loans out. And you need to make sure that you are not going back time and time again for more loans for a degree like this that is not going to pay you enough to um, service that loan as well as your personal bills and things like that when you get out of school. Now, I understand that many of you want to work with kids, okay? Many of you want to uh, have a degree in education. You want a job in the educational fields. I understand that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's not even anything wrong with that at this low pay that we are talking about. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. The issue is the borrowing money. The issue is not being able to get started on our lives moving forward financially uh, when we are crippled by debt and yet we have this low-paying uh, degree, this low-paying college major. And so doing what you love is one thing, uh, but going into debt to do what you love can be absolutely debilitating. And then I just want to hit you guys with a few more of these low-paying college majors. Um, a few of them are uh, things like social work, where the median income is $42,000 per year. 
there's theology and religious vocations. So uh, those who go to seminary um, or get you know, degrees in ministry, Bible, things like that. The average salary for those individuals is about $43,000 a year. Family and consumer sciences at about $45,000 a year is also on the list. And so I don't differentiate in any of those fields. I feel the same way in all of those fields. If that's what you love, fantastic. But do not go into debt to do those things that you love or else it is going to be debilitating to you. And I don't want you to get it twisted. If you are in one of those fields and that's what you love to do, I'm sorry, but you are going to move slower in your financial growth, okay? Uh, one of the biggest impacts on having money in the future, having a bunch of investments in the future, having a lot of money to live on in retirement is the amount of money that you are putting in systematically uh, during your working lifetime until you get to retirement. And if you aren't making as much money, you can't put as much money away. And again, there is nothing wrong with that, uh, but you have to understand that that will be the case. Now, I also know that for many of you, it will not be a one income household. You will have a spouse that will also make an income uh, that can uh, you know, offset the fact that you don't make a lot of money on average. And so uh, that is perfectly fine. And again, just do this without student loan debt. Do this without uh, going into debt to do it because if you uh, are doing this with debt, you're just going to be held back and uh, you're already held back by the fact that you don't make as much as some other people, uh, but you're going to be even further held back in the fact that you don't make as much and you're having to repay loans uh, at the same time. So just don't do that uh, and hopefully uh, you can you know be on a better income scale than some of these things that I've talked about and still live out your dream if your major has been in these types of areas. Now let's move on from those low paying degree fields into the highest paying degree fields. And uh, these are going to be heavily dominated in the world that we live in today by the STEM fields. And when I say STEM, S-T-E-M, that's science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, right? Those kinds of jobs are the ones that are really paying the most in today's workforce. Then along with these STEM majors, are also the you know applied economics type of degree fields and management fields and political economy fields and so uh, those things can also be extremely um, you know worth your while as well. So let's just kind of go down the list here of some of these degree fields and uh, we'll talk about what they make and uh, hopefully you kind of have a good idea of what they do. I don't want to dig too far into that but. Um, the first of which is petroleum engineering. There's a lot of money uh, to be had in oil and gas, even today uh, when we are sitting here talking about um, you know, the, everything being green and everything being uh, you know, environmentally friendly, there's still a lot of money to be made in the oil and gas industry. And petroleum engineers are extremely well paid. Just coming out of school, you can make uh, upwards of $95,000 a year just with a bachelor's degree and then like your mid-career average earnings are going to be about $176,000 so that uh, is an extremely well paying field. Uh, then we have electrical engineering and computer science. Uh, no surprise there either. Again we have an engineering field and then we have computer science and everything it relies on individuals who can code uh, and that have these computer science majors so those are extremely useful as well. Um, a lot of those individuals come out of school making $88,000 or more and then many of them kind of settle in the one hundred dollars to $130,000 range 
mid-career. And again, very good salaries for this degree field. And then there's also applied economics and management. And so when I'm saying applied economics, that is several different types of jobs. So those are things like accountants, financial analysts, uh, market research analysts, you know, advertising, promotions, marketing, uh, things of that nature. And those individuals uh, can also get paid pretty well. Obviously, we are sliding down uh, the scale of who gets paid the best. So I'm not going to go through all of them. But uh, these are a lot of your business-related fields. A lot of individuals who have business degrees uh, can work in these fields, and especially the business degrees that are more um, slanted towards the mathematical side, like finance and accounting, uh, are the higher paid of these particular uh, degree fields that we talk about here. And then to just kind of continue with the list, there's operations research. So obviously statistics and you know operations and supply chain are a huge, huge thing in today's economy. Uh, then there's political economy, uh, which is you know kind of political science and economics having a baby. So uh, those individuals can be useful in the workplace as well. Then actuarial mathematics, you know, having to do with insurance and um, you know coming up with all of these statistics and and dealing with all these statistics and probabilities around. Uh, people getting insured. So that's a, a really big deal as well. Um, then there's uh, electrical power engineering. Uh, so that kind of goes again with the electrical engineering. Uh, there are There is business analysis. So that comes again with being good at statistics, being able to uh, do well with numbers, being able to analyze numbers well, being able to uh, analyze business units well. So that's something that um, makes a lot of money as well. And then to round out the list, you've got pharmacy, right? So uh, pharmacists make a fair amount of money as well and then aeronautics and astronautics to round out the list now uh, more than just knowing what all of these majors are and uh, whether or not they are offered at your university uh, i want to make clear that even though these are the highest paying doesn't mean that everybody should shoot to do these things and just should shoot for the money i believe wholeheartedly in doing what you enjoy now to be fair uh, my degree field is on this list uh, because I'm a finance guy, right? I undergrad in finance, I've got an MBA, and I'm getting a PhD in finance. And so uh, I am on this list. I, I understand. Uh, but I didn't go into finance just because, oh, it makes a lot of money. I think that's a lot of people's initial thought process. But uh, it was more that I just really enjoyed math. I was really, really good at math and, and enjoyed that and thought that that would be a good application of being good at math and so that's something that i pursued and i think you should take a similar route if you think okay i'm really really good in this area where can i apply that and where do i think it would be interesting i think that is a good approach to take now i was telling the individuals who thought about majoring or were thinking about or were majoring in the lower paying degree fields to not go into student debt to do that or to get that degree and i am not going to change my tune just because you are going to make more money coming out of school in these particular degree fields. I still feel that you should not uh, go into student debt even if you're going to have the means to repay it. Uh, a couple of professions that aren't on this list are just the uh, exact reason why you should not, uh, and that is uh, MDs, so medical doctors and attorneys. Uh, they end up going into a lot of student loan debt very commonly. Uh, and then they get out of school and they make a decent living, uh, but paying back that student loan debt is a lot, a lot of work. And, um, you know, it's very likely many of you could get, you know, some of these degrees 
and you could go into just as much student loan debt as the individual choosing to major in something that is lower paying, uh, but you'll have more you know, money coming out, but that should not make a difference. What should make a difference is whether or not you can afford the school you're going to, whether or not you can pay for the school you're going to. Uh, you don't need to go into student loan debt. Uh, it will hold you back even at these higher levels uh, of pay. I don't want you to fall into those particular areas. But do not go after some of these fields uh, just because they are higher paying, because I will warn you, a lot of these fields are more difficult. Engineering fields, computer science, uh, some business majors, account. these things are more difficult uh, than some of the lower paying degree fields. Now, I'm not saying there's not the fair amount of challenge in those fields as well. I'm just saying these are difficult things to learn. There's a lot more um, you know, things that you've never heard of or never dealt with that you're going to have to learn in these particular degree plans. So um, I would caution you there. There's a reason that they pay more is because they provide more economic value. And um, again, I say that with a lot of the ones on the lower paying list being education. I think they provide a lot of economic value, yet they are underpaid. So um, they are kind of the exception to that statement. But my real bottom line is the fact that you need to think of college as an investment. Okay, and if you are paying for some of your school or your parents are paying for your school or some of your school, uh, then you want a good payout for that investment that you're making. So let's just say, hypothetically, that you are you know, going to a school that maybe it costs $15,000 a year. Okay, and so you go for four years, that's 60 grand. And you get out of school and you go and you take a job, let's say in one of those lower paying degree fields, making $40,000 a year recouping that sixty thousand that you put in right to that investment is going to be extremely extremely difficult for you after you know paying all your bills and keeping up uh, with life as you move forward but if you were to go into one of these higher paying degree fields uh, it is going to be a lot easier to recoup the investment that you made into your education and you should think of it kind of like that you should think of it as if i'm going to go into one of these lower paying degree fields why do i need to go to, to a more expensive university why do i need to go uh, to a four-year school immediately why can't i go to a two-year school and then to the four-year uh, you have to think logically about these things because it is an investment that you are making it is an investment of time uh, you are giving up uh, the opportunity to be working and making money to go to school to learn skills. Uh, it is obviously an investment of money because you are paying money or maybe you have scholarships, but somebody is paying money uh, for you to go to school full time. And so there has to be uh, you know, some type of trade off there. You have to determine, is it worth my time, effort and money uh, to go to X school and study in X degree field uh, versus some other school, some other degree field, uh, or whatever it may be. And so you need to keep those things in mind because college is an investment. The whole point, right? I mean, we've talked about this. I know that there are certain things that people are just in love with, but the point for most people is the fact that they want to go and get the education to get better jobs, to make more money. And the only way that that is going to occur uh, and occur in a way that is is logical and is useful is that if you minimize your costs while you are in school and you maximize the payoff on the back end. And again, maximizing that payoff might not be just taking a job for some company or for some 
uh, business or a school district or what, whatever it may be, uh, making this set amount that I'm talking about in these statistics. It may be starting a business around the particular things that you learned in your formal higher education. And if you do that, uh, then you can make far more money in any of those lower paying uh, degree fields. Now, I know it's more difficult when it comes to education. It's difficult to start a school, but there are things that you can do education-based uh, that you can go and you can make a lot more money and that you can probably do really well with that set of skills and it can pay off more for you. I, I just want you to have the best payoff for your time, for your money, for your effort. And I want you to know that it doesn't matter. It absolutely does not matter if you're going to make a lot of money coming out of school or a little money coming out of school. You do not need to go into student loan debt period. It is going to hold you back at some rate. I know that many of you who are in some of these higher paying degree fields or uh, those professional degrees that I was talking about, like MD or the JD, right? You guys are thinking, oh, well, you know, I'm going to make so much money. I'll pay those things off quick, you know, whatever. Be careful because there is this keeping up with the Jones mentality among people in these higher paying degree fields where they feel like, oh, I make all this money, I need to go buy X house and I need to go buy Y car and I need to uh, you know, buy all these expensive things because this is what uh, I make. This is the kind of money I make. I make the money to be able to do these types of things and that should not at all be your mindset, especially if you're sitting with student loan debt. Um, so avoid student loans like the plague. Try to do what you love, but try to do what you love within the bounds of making a reasonable amount of money and having a good return on your investment uh, that you are putting in in order to get educated, in order to better yourself uh, and make yourself more marketable in the labor force over the long term. So thank you guys for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave any feedback in the comments if you haven't done so already, and I'll be sure to get back to any of you who leave anything down there. Uh, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, thank you. Uh, just make sure that you subscribe and leave me a review before getting out of this episode. Also, follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. And again, this is very, very good supplementary materials to the things that I am talking about every single day in these long form episodes. And then if you need somebody to help you in your long-term financial journey, you need somebody to help you build a financial plan that will work specifically for you and to keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can help you do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com, click on the Work With Dylan tab, and then you can pick the financial coaching session type that would work best for you, and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals. So tune in tomorrow as I talk about why college is not the end-all be-all and why many people don't need to go to college and that there are many alternatives that are available to all of us when it comes to being educated and being productive members of the workforce and the fact that we have been brainwashed into thinking that college is the only way to go when it absolutely is not the only way to go. So thank you guys for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howe. God bless.